Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome back to the Quack Report. Carter and Nate here to talk, uh, I guess, some Ducks hockey, even though no games uh, so far this week. So, uh, And as well, bringing back uh, Quack Report Unplugged uh, with a little bit of music talk a little bit later. Um, I I guess if you voted in the poll, you know, recently today, just before it closed, you probably already know the answer. Or uh, if you've been on Twitter, you probably already know what we're talking about. But if you haven't, then it's going to be a surprise. And if you're listening to this after, well, I mean, I guess it's in the title, so <laughs> it's not really a surprise. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I want to leave uh, some mystery, keep, but it's uh, yeah, it's probably. You keep talking for a second. Sorry, I need to just hook up the actual Ethernet cable so I don't just cut out mid-show here. Oh yeah, I can see I'm already getting the the waving bars. So yeah, you're you're not looking good right now. So yeah, you do that. <laughs> thought thought he was gonna say he had to take a. Uh, take a poop or something like that. And I was like, you couldn't have figured that out, you know, a couple minutes ago. But uh, but yeah, we've got some Ducks uh, news to talk about. Ducks have been busy this week, even without some uh, any games. And then we obviously have the upcoming game against Seattle we'll get to. And then, uh, then we'll be talking some Nickelback as well. So uh, everybody's favorite band um, from our, I guess, home province here um, of uh, Alberta, Canada. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting anyways. it's It's been a while since I've listened to Nickelback, but I mean, I used to listen all the time. Same with Nate. Um, man, he, uh, his computer's having a rough time switching over to that Ethernet cable. So, Because I'm running out of things to talk about, like, at this point. He's got he's to come back pretty soon here. Um, but yeah, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm literally, I didn't think he would take this long. So I, yeah, like I said, I have nothing. Um, if anyone in the comments has a question that they want to leave, then that would be sick because I'm struggling here. Oh yeah, he's just straight up gone. Wild. Um, okay, well, he'll figure it out. Um, I, I guess I'll just talk about how my my week's been so far. It's been pretty pretty relaxed, I guess. Nothing too crazy going on. It's been warm here hasn't uh oh that fuck he's back jeez i started talking about the weather <laughs> oh man that'd be that, that's horrible i'm sorry <laughs> that, that is 100 percent my fault that was the one thing i had missed to do 
on everything I had to do before today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I messed it up. So that is 100% on me. I'm sorry that you had to listen to Carter talk about the weather, but it's all right. It's I'm been back. nice here, though, which is sick. Yeah, it's been all right. I mean, it's been crazy windy. Like, oh, yeah. I actually I genuinely want to know, like, which is more the like more of the windy city if it's Chicago or if it's Lethbridge, Alberta, because like I I weighed myself on Monday at two thirty five, and I rounded the corner going from the gym, and there was a gust of wind that straight up almost knocked me on my ass. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to like plant myself. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, I'm about to get bowled over here by wind. <laughs> See, you actually went outside and experienced how windy it was. The the <laughs> only reason I know that it was super windy is because I had to turn the TV up louder than I normally have. <laughs> you so can just windy. hear it outside. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, it, it's it's yeah, it's been nice, but just crazy windy. So mm. yeah, no, I, I'm curious too what the actual windy cities i've never been to chicago so i can't say like i've experienced neither have it, I. but um but i don't know it, i i can't imagine like a place being more windy than it is here like to me this is yeah. just like like peak wind you know like I, like unless you're in say like florida or something and you're like we get fucking hurricanes oh uh, well yeah that's kind of it yeah like i can't <laughs> think of anywhere else i would like genuinely just be this windy on the regular otherwise so. Yeah, w- without it being like a natural disaster. Yeah, exactly. Like honestly, most times out of the week, don't even bother doing your hair if you're in Lethbridge. <laughs> like, no, and, yeah, just- and, and don't wear a hat either. At, at least one that like you can wear one as just as long as you don't mind it going missing. So yeah, you got to you got to put it tight on your head. Like I have all of mine here. So mm-hmm. um, I remember in our in our first year because the the University of Lethbridge is right on the coolies and. Uh, was walking towards the like the parking lot to get to my car, and yeah, my hat flew off and was just gone. Like, yeah, just, <laughs> that's see you later. No saving that, yeah. <laughs> Usain Bolt's not even catching up to that thing. I'm just like, oh shit! I did manage to find it actually, though. I was lucky. It no got way. caught in the bush. So yeah, that's I was very good. happy about that. So yeah, it's yeah, it's a disaster. Like, yeah, it doesn't even matter either. Like, toques, like they'll disappear. No. Yeah, they're um, gone. They're, yeah, there was there was one day I forgot to like you know buckle down the flap on my backpack, and I was just you know minding my business, walking to class, and the wind caught the flap, and it just fucking smoked me in the back of the head. And the old <laughs> buckle came around, and it was it was quite unpleasant. Oh, that's great! I thought I was getting attacked from behind by like <laughs> I don't know, just a really horny moose or something. It's... Jesus! <laughs> oh man, but. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry that we got sent down this weather rabbit hole. Jesus, we're talking about <laughs> wind for fuck's sake. Also, uh, how Jeez, okay. Here's just how my day's going already, all right? Just mm-hmm. in general, and I feel like it kind of gets wrapped up into this. How many times do you think I've already laid the F-bomb in like the eight minutes we've been going? Three times? Three, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I gotta apologize just in general. I don't know why. Like, I, My thing is I get excited and I just start using that word for everything, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just be—I've been a little bit more conscious of it when we're doing the show lately, though. And I'm just like, that's where I was just like, okay, how many times have I said it already? <laughs> <laughs> so I do apologize, but we, uh, we yeah. need to get a little counter going on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to see that. There was an episode I, of uh, 
I think I told you about this. I've been watching this uh, show on YouTube called Hot Ones. Uh, mm. It's great. Go check it out. They uh, It's basically like interviews with different celebrities, but as they're doing it, they're eating these chicken wings that are progressively hotter as they go up. Um, and they'll like show you the like what hot sauce they're eating and like what it's like what it is on the Scoville scale mm-hmm. for like how hot it is and stuff like that. And they've had Gordon Ramsay on there twice. And I think the first time they said he had swore it's a I think it's about a 25, 30 minute video. And I think they said he swore like almost 150 times in that duration. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Like if if that's thirty minutes, that's five times a minute. Something like that, yeah. So every oh Christ, twelve every twelve seconds. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a lot. That that's that too is a much. lot. <laughs> yeah, but it but it's also Gordon Ramsay, so it just does, it doesn't phase you, right? So yeah, exactly. There was a, there was a great edit that I saw because uh, he has that he has the kids cooking show as well, right? Where he's like mm-hmm. he's super nurturing with them and everything like that because they're kids, right? They're they're still learning to cook. He's as kind of in, in the nicest way, dickish to, you know, like on Hell's Kitchen or that, because these are supposed to be professionals at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just expects more out of them and everything like that. But somebody took like sound clips from Hell's Kitchen, but put it on top of like the kids cooking show. <laughs> and so it's just him swearing at kids. <laughs> I would love they're, for like, him they're to all call looking, a kid an idiot like, all, sandwich. Like, <laughs> yeah, like all the kids are just like looking distressed as he's like, you fuck that up and stuff like that. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, man. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, we do have a little bit of duck stuff to talk about. Do you want to talk about that quick? Uh, yeah, sure. We can, right. uh, we can get right into that. So, uh, yeah, like I said, no games. Um, in the last week to talk about, but Ducks have been busy, uh, at least in the office. So um, Ducks hiring, uh, officially, Scott Niedermeyer as special advisor to hockey operations. So uh, not every team has one of these, but it basically means, you know, he's around and uh, I guess Pat Verbeek, the new GM, will, uh, you know, just ask him his opinion on things as well as other management. So um, Mm -hmm. it's good to have him around the organization anyways because he definitely knows... uh, knows his stuff and is like, I don't know, it probably wants to be in, you know, some sort of management role uh, in the future as well. So uh, it, that could potentially be with the Ducks in however many years when we're looking for a new GM. So, yeah, uh, yeah. there there was a, an interview thing with uh, Niedermeyer and Paul Correa as well, who uh, Paul Correa really doesn't come into the public light anymore. So it was really interesting to see that he was going to be on, yeah. you know, this committee that was searching for this new gm and then you know being in front of a camera and looking as comfortable as he did actually i was quite impressed with him mm-hmm. uh but so they also had niedermeyer out though obviously and uh he is aged beautifully in that like his beard is just like his beard and hair are just white now but it's just still perfect <laughs> like nice <laughs> he, he's, he's just he's looking good so I gotta throw that I, out there. I, I actually haven't seen a picture of him in a long time, so I gotta. Yeah, I got. You have to go find that out. interview. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, new GM Pat Verbeek saying about uh, Scott Niedermeyer joining, uh, "quote I'm really excited that Scott has taken on an enhanced role within our hockey operations staff. His winning culture and great hockey mind will help all of our players and staff moving forward." Um, I can give a quick rundown here, just in case anybody wants a refresher on how great Scott Niedermeyer was. Five seasons with the Ducks from 2005 to 2010. 
serving as the captain of the Stanley Cup championship team in 2007, where he also won the Conn Smythe as the playoff MVP. Uh, scored 60 goals, 204 assists for 264 points in 371 regular season games with Anaheim. Pretty good for a defenseman. The yeah. most among Ducks defensemen all time. There you go. Mm-hmm. and also recorded eight goals and 34 points in 56 playoff games. In 2006-07 season, he set the Ducks franchise record for most points, which was 69 that year. Nice. nice. Uh, and assists with 54 by a defenseman. Uh, Niedermeyer played mm-hmm. 18 seasons with Anaheim and New Jersey, where he would tally 740 points in 1,263 NHL games, winning the Stanley Cup, Four times the one with new with uh, Anaheim and then three others with New Jersey in 1995, 2000 and 2003. Uh, he was a 2004 James Norris Memorial Trophy winner for best defenseman three time first team all star in 2004, six and seven, six time NHL all star in 98, 01, 04, 07, 08 and 09 and a member of the 1993 NHL all rookie uh, team as well as his 13 regular season overtime goals are the most by a defenseman in NHL history. He's the first player. (laughs) Yeah. And and just one more thing here because we're Canadian. I, I, I like to gloat about this stuff. He's the first player in hockey history to have won a Stanley cup an Olympic gold medal, a world championship, a world cup, a Memorial cup and a world junior championship. And he is also the only player in hockey history to win four Stanley Cups, two Olympic gold medals. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> helped, lead, uh, helped lead Canada to gold medals at the 2002 and 2010 Olympic Winter Games, serving as the captain in 2010, which I always remembered it for some reason as Crosby, but Crosby was only in like his fifth NHL season at that point as well. Mm-hmm. Um I believe Crosby didn't even have a letter on his chest. Actually, when you go back and look so. at that roster for 2010 for both Canada and the States, it was mm-hmm. just insanity. Yeah. It, it was like, unfair it would, it would to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it would have been great to see that again this season, right? Like it would have been mm-hmm. something kind of similar. Uh, 2004, he won a world championship with Canada, 2004, a world cup title. And in 1991, a world junior championship, uh, He was also a member of the 1992 Memorial Cup Championship with the Kamloops uh, Blazers of the WHL and was the Memorial Cup MVP. Niedermeyer was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2013. His number 27 retired by the Ducks in 2019 and by the Devils in 2011. And he's the eighth. He was the eighth player in NHL history to have his number retired by two NHL teams. I think that's a guy that you want in your front office. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Like how, how long do you think I spent on all those accolades? Like that's Oh, easily. Three I feel minutes. like that's like yeah. scratching the surface on like everything else he's done as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm so glad. Like, you know, I, I know you never watched game of Thrones or at least like all the way through. I don't know if you've maybe seen a couple of episodes. But... I've seen like clips here and there. So, okay. But well, either way, like in any kind of medieval, show or like where there's some sort of like king or monarchy or whatever they're always like introduced as like oh this is king so-and-so and and then like list off all their titles like yeah and stuff like that so like could you imagine for for scott niedermeyer it's like ladies and gentlemen i present scott niedermeyer what's his fucking title with us now special advisor to hockey (laughs) operations four-time stanley cup champion you 
retired two, by two teams, two time Olympic gold medalists. Like fucking just like you know, you'd have to have someone just read off like you did for three yeah. fucking minutes <laughs> before he could even like come out on stage or like anyone could else could say anything. Jeez. I'm so glad we don't do that anymore. Cause like, damn, that's just a lot. <laughs> I'm like hoping we can get to a point soon that um you know, some NHLers may be willing to come on the show or something like that, or like past or present and maybe even some future guys. Uh, but like, imagine if we had him on and just sat here for three minutes before, like as introducing him, just reading that all off. <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably wouldn't come back. I think that's yeah. safe to say. God, just check your emails for the next like three minutes as we read through everything you have done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's. Uh, I, I mean, like you said, it's he's going to be a good guy to have in the front office for sure. Yeah, so, um, I, I can see it now already. Like, I'm going to make a clip of this section, <laughs> and I, I'm not going to put the whole thing of like you reading the stuff because otherwise it'll be like a 20 minute video. But <laughs> I'll just like do the like the thing where it, like you're talking and it like slowly fades out into like you still talking <laughs> about all of the things he's done. <laughs> They gotta do like the SpongeBob transition of like twelve hours later. <laughs> oh shit! I have that on a keyboard here. A few oh. moments later. <laughs> I totally forgot about. There it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I put it specifically on there for when you just like talk for minutes on end, and then I just totally <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I think that's a guy that you want in your front office. Obviously, well, okay, maybe not. Obviously, we we've literally had Pat Verbeek for about a week at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, considering uh, the things that Niedermeyer uh, and Korea have said, and, you know, like for Beek was taught under Stevie, CVY for, you know, this position and everything like that, right? Like he's, he's coming in with a lot of pedigree as well already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like Niedermeyer is going to do great with, you know, I think helping figure out like what this team needs to continue to move forward and that sort of thing, which is, yeah. which is nice. Like just kind of having that, uh, it was part of Pat Verbeek's uh, press conference as well. Just saying that, you know, there are the pieces here and everything like that. And it's not, um, it's, it's not like starting from ground zero, right? There's already something here and he's had to put the finishing pieces on this pretty much. So, yeah, exactly. It's like, when you go over to someone's house and they got 80% of a puzzle done and they, they're just like stuck because they can't figure out where any of the yeah. other pieces go. And you walk over and you're like, oh, that one, that one, you're, that there, one, there, that there. one. Perfect. Perfect. It's done. Like, exactly. that's it. That, that's what Verbeek has to work with here. Yeah. Like, he already has a core in Zegris, uh, Terry, Drysdale, uh, Gibson. Like, yeah. you have those four. And then you can put, not like literally anything else, but like, you're going to put players around those guys and they're going to be good. Like, this... This team is going to be good in a couple of years, pretty much no matter who you put around them. Yeah. Uh, also, sorry, just you, you brought up Gibson there for a quick second. It's not a rumor or anything like that. It was purely just a fan being like, hey, our team is looking for a goaltender. How about this? And they photoshopped John Gibson into a Washington Capitals jersey. How about no? No. No. Thank you. No. 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 That, that banging sound was... Us, you know, my head against the table. I was going to say hitting like a the the Caps fan that suggested that with a frying yes, pan. Yes, sure. But. All right, <laughs> <The> frying pan. <laughs> I like it. All right. 
Uh, yeah, last thing of news. I'll just say it quick, and then we can get into what everybody really wants here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh Manson has been placed on IR. This is retroactive from an oblique injury that he has sustained during a uh, game against the Minnesota Wild on January 18th, as far as I could tell, at least it lined up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. We got one upcoming game Friday versus Seattle. We finally have we'll have a game to talk about on Sunday again, which would be great. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, versus Seattle at 7 p.m. Pacific time. That'll be a good battle. I potentially will not have Philip Grubauer on my fantasy team anymore, so I can definitely like full on cheer for the Ducks in that game. Which would be you great. still have Grubauer on your fantasy team? Dude, nobody wants him, and neither do I. <laughs> then drop him. Why? Why? What's the point of keeping the him only around? Re- Are you the serious? only reason I still have him at this moment? is because they're playing Arizona tonight. And uh, yes, so I'm going to keep him just for that. And as soon as that game is done with uh, Tuka Rask's retirement as well, I am going to repick up Jeremy Swayman uh, because I had to drop him because he got sent down to the AHL. And in that league, I need to have a rookie on my roster. So his replacement was Capo Caco or not Capo Caco. Jesus. Uh, Kakinen. Jesus. There you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, from Minnesota. So I'm going to, just keep those two guys up, and I have Tristan Jari as well, so it'll be good. Gotcha. But still, that doesn't explain why you kept Grubauer around for this long. Because there's literally there was literally nobody else. It's a 13 team uh, league, and everybody's carrying three goalies. So okay, I, I guess that rough. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like let's put it this way: I had the guy who's currently sitting in first place offer me Mike Smith. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's where it's like nobody that, is available. So yeah. But, I mean, at, at that point, like at least that opens up a roster spot for you because you can put up until this week, you could put Smith on IR and then um, you, you don't have to deal with Grubauer anymore. Yeah. So, no, I'll just, like, I'll just do the drop and swap. It'll work. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'll be fine now. But yeah. um, although, to be fair to Grubauer, I think he has kind of picked up his play a little bit. Maybe you can speak on that a little bit better than I can. Um, but I, I, like, obviously, still not great numbers, but I think. They're definitely uh, improved, are they not? Uh, I actually can't really speak on that. I haven't really honestly been paying a whole lot of attention to Seattle. It was basically, okay. all right, they That's are going to be shit this year. Okay, we'll, we'll check on them. We'll check on them every now and then kind of thing. Okay. Well, so, let's look at last still at the five games the, here. They're still at the bottom of the Pacific. Perfect. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last five games for Grubauer. Um, well, he got a shutout against the Islanders m- most recently. So that was his only shutout of that season. I know that part. Yeah. First, the season's only half done. <laughs> Just his <saying>. only. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um uh an eight seventy five against the Rangers. So not as good, but it's the Rangers. Um yeah. nine fifty eight against Pittsburgh in a win. Um an eight fifty two against Nashville. Um well, that's Nashville. And a nine oh three win against uh Florida. So I mean Won three of his last five, so I don't know. Not uh, still not great numbers, obviously, but like definitely improved from I don't know when. Uh, well, the last time we saw Seattle, December fifteenth, um, three goals on eighteen shots for an eight thirty three save percentage for in forty minutes. Um, so improved from that. Anyways. Yeah, real life it's picking up, but for my fantasy team, which again I understand nobody gives a shit about, uh, <laughs> that one is wins and shutouts only. So I don't overly care about the rest of the stats. He's not getting me wins. He's got to go. Yeah, that's fair. So, so, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it's going to be weird because this is 
going to be our first game in 10 days, and Seattle's obviously played. Um, played the one against the... Oh, I guess the Islanders was on the second, so that was still over a week ago. But So I guess it'll be the first game kind of back after the All-Star break for everybody. Yep. It'll be sweet. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to add. Yeah, I got nothing this is either. A, this is a game we should win, like, honestly. <laughs> I, I sure as hell hope so. But again, we have a tendency to play down to teams or play up. So let's hope um, for the best. We'll see. I, I hope that the rest was... <laughs> It was good for everybody because it looked like we were kind of getting uh, yeah. burnt out, I guess, is maybe a way of putting it. Like in our last few games of that road trip, like we did not have good outings. So yeah. um, I think the rest will be good for everybody. And hopefully we come out flying. Yeah, hopefully. Okay. Um, before we get into what everybody is here for. Yeah, uh, the comments are filling up with it as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> we got to take a quick break for our sponsors. And on the other side of that. We will uh, give the people what they want. It's right away. Just just hang tight. Just give us a minute and a half and it's yours. The moment we've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York, meaning you can make a bet from almost a third of the country. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. New customers can get a free shot at a $1 million up prize with their first deposit. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the promo code THPN, and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get $280 in free bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The moment you've all... The moment you've all been waiting for since September is finally here. It's time to talk some Nickelback. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll let that one slide because you didn't know the music was coming right away. Thank you. (laughs) But next time I'll fucking wreck you. (laughs) As promised. (laughs) Um, As uh, as Shane put it so uh, elegantly here, um, I I couldn't say it any better myself. Nickelback Nickelback fucking fucking slaps. slaps. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am pulling up the poll results right now. So we put out the poll on our Twitter yesterday asking for uh, who you'd like us to talk about for this episode. Your options this is on were, you guys. <laughs> yeah, this is on you guys. Uh, Nickelback, Green Day, and Billy Talent. For the longest time, Nickelback was actually winning. Or not? Sorry, not Nickelback. Uh, Green Day was actually winning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, like kind of Southern California band, right? Well, it's kind of hometown recognition almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know how far Oakland is from Anaheim offhand. Um, but I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense. And then Nickelback just started to pull ahead. So with forty one percent of the votes, 
the next was Green Day at 31%, Billy Talent at 28. You guys chose Nickelback, so we are here to give you our top five songs by Nickelback, and we have separate lists for this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just to go back to what you said there, Oakland is kind of near San Jose. It's a six-hour and 11-minute drive from Oakland to Anaheim. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, not possible to take uh, the bus. It is a 149-hour walk and a 44-hour bike ride. Sorry, 149-hour walk. Is that what you said? Yeah, uh, and about an hour and 20-minute flight. So so it'll take you six days to walk. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I just did the math on it. Six days to walk, apparently. And that's if you're like constantly walking the entire time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So oh, that's how man. far Oakland is. All right. Sounds I, good. I couldn't tell you the actual no. distance in miles, but I can tell you the distance in time. So Star. sounds good. And that, that's really how we tell it in Canada, right? It's yeah, like, exactly. oh yeah, it's, like, it's 200 kilometers. No, it's like, that's nah, about a two hour drive. Yeah. So two hour drive. Once you see the moose, take a left. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the right, but I guess for the camera, it looks like left. Yeah. So I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> you're gonna take a, yeah. You're going to take a right of the moose, go about, uh, Go about yeah five minutes down the road, and then you're gonna take a take a left at the uh, at the rock there, and uh, then you'll get to your destination just on the flat prairie. Mm-hmm. So that's if you're in Alberta, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan, which is a good chunk of uh, Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, Nickelback. let's get into it. Yeah, Nickelback, which also is from I got I man, I'm really dropping the ball today. I got to pull up the bio. You are. What am I yeah. doing? Uh, the band that I can tell you is from Hena, Alberta, which is not too far from us, actually. Uh, let me just double check to. Yeah, on a clear day, we can actually see it from our back steps. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's Bridge to Hena is a less than. Okay, there, there you go. I was about to say it in time as well. Uh, a two hour and 51 minute drive. Oh, so shit. 200. We could, we could go there now. Yeah, we could. Uh, Two miles. Oh my god! How many miles? It's uh, one hundred and seventy miles from us. For okay. our American listeners, um, how far of a walk is that? I'm not telling you that. Jim. Okay. <laughs> the answer <laughs> no, is one hundred and seventy miles, but it's a fifty-six hour walk. Fifty-six. Ah, yeah. That's doable. That's doable. That's like a weekend trip, you know. Yeah. That's all you can do on the weekend is, is just walk. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Nickelback is from originally Hannah, Alberta. Uh, they have been active since 1995. And Jesus. That's a long time. Yeah, they've been around for a while. Lo- longer than we've been alive, they have been yes. active. I don't know if that's saying that we're really young or they're really old or what. Both? Um, yeah, both. Sure. Um. Nickelback, uh, this is coming from their Wikipedia page, is one of the most commercially successful Canadian rock bands, having sold more than 50 million albums worldwide. In 2009, Billboard ranked it the most successful rock group of that decade. Uh, Their song, How You Remind Me, was the best-selling rock song and fourth best overall. The band ranked at number seven on the Billboard Top Artist of the Decade list, with four albums among the publication's top albums of the decade. Yeah. And for some so reason, everybody hates on them. Yeah, it's because they're successful. That's the exactly. reason for it. <laughs> Pull and, your head out of your and, ass. Nickelback is great. <laughs> and, and I mean, they went through a phase of like just, you know, 
spewing out some garbage to be fair a but. little bit i think part of it was um this is just my my own thoughts of just kind of what it was sounding like at least um i think they were kind of doing that just to get out of their contract with roadrunner records especially their oh last probably yeah yeah um but uh so just you know get it over with kind of thing and and move mm-hmm. on so but yeah um still probably yeah, sold billions of copies of those albums but <laughs> yeah exactly uh so nickelback is now based in vancouver um and uh yeah so they are recording currently their 10th studio album hmm. uh i guess that kind of makes sense 10 albums over 20 what was that 27 years yeah something like that so yeah that kind of makes sense it's I don't know, 10 seems low, but I guess it's not really. If you come out with an album every like three-ish years. Yeah. Sorry, I'll clarify that. They aren't in the middle of it right now, actually. Um, it says that they've spoke of recording a 10th album. This was in 2019. Oh, okay. uh, but they said that there's no timetable or rush to complete it. So they'll uh, do it just when they do it. Um, Mike Kroger, who... Uh, the band's guitarist, I'm just remembering this offhand, uh, spoke of his personal desire, it says here, to move in more of a heavy heavy metal direction or wanting to do an album of Slayer cover songs. I'd be down for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yeah, no, that would be pretty sick. I, I would be, I'd be down for that. But, um, but should we get into our lists here? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I will say just right off the bat, Nate's list is significantly better than mine <laughs> but because we didn't want to overlap and he had his list typed out first. He gets all the good songs and I get the sloppy seconds. It, just imagine it as like a top 10, really. Yeah. 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 Sure. You know. With Nate's being the top five and mine being the bottom five for the <laughs> most part. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, this is actually a, this is a band that I've actually seen that we're talking about who else have we talked about actually i can't even remember offhand taylor swift Taylor's, um, yeah uh all-time low all-time low blink 182 yep uh um, some 41 oh yep follow follow boy can we talk about them yeah. yeah i think that's been it okay um yeah so i've seen all-time low i've seen some 41 so this is, i think be the third band that we've talked about that i've seen or music group whatever mm-hmm. um so I'm at about what I'm at a fifty percent batting average right now. Yeah, I guess so. Pretty good. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> Saw Nickelback in what was it 2005, 2006? It was all the the all the right reasons to her. Saw them in uh, good old Calgary. Uh, I I can remember it like we were sitting uh, second bowl at these uh, at the time uh, Pengrove Saddle Dome, now the Scotiabank Saddle Dome, where the Flames play out of, and uh, Chad Kroger, the singer guitarist. Uh, had a t-shirt cannon and he aimed it directly at my stepdad and like t-shirt perfect to his chest. So nice. <laughs> I wonder if he still has that shirt actually. I should maybe ask him. Hmm. I thought you were gonna say he pointed it like right at you and just got you like right between the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> just takes out like the fucking like seven or eight year old kid with a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was also oh. the first time I saw somebody get taken out uh, by security for being too drunk. And when I mean too drunk, I mean this girl was passed out. God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Uh, let's start with you, Carter. These are in no particular order, as per usual. Yep. So, Carter, you can start us off. Okay. 
Sounds good. Um, yeah, I, I'll just start at the top, I guess. Uh, Sorry, actually, I'm going to interrupt you before. If you are watching this live or even after, feel free to put in your top five uh, in the comments. And uh, and also, <laughs> if you disagree with any of the songs that we pick, let us know. <laughs> let us know as well. <laughs> uh, You're not allowed to part- say all of them suck because it's Nickelback. Yeah, You're not allowed to say that's that. That's cheap. Yeah, that, that was funny in 2010, but yeah, not now. So not now. Um, we respect Nickelback. Yeah. So the first song I had on my list was "Burn It to the Ground" off of Dark Horse, their 2011 album. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's just like a a good rock, rock and roll song, nice and heavy. Um, it, it, it was kind of almost like a resurgence in for me, anyways, coming out out of those last couple albums of their um, their contract. There, I forget. I think it was two before that, that like, I don't even think I could tell you a song off of those albums. Um, mm. Like, I'm sure I've listened to them at some point and heard some of the songs, but like, I like just the album, don't know. sorry, the albums before Dark Horse. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Just uh, the one just here and now um, is. I thought here uh, and now was after. Uh, I have no idea. Pretty sure it was sure. after. Without without looking, okay. I believe it was actually yeah. Okay, this is weird. Apple Music has both all here and now up. and Dark Horse as January first, two thousand eleven. So one of those that's has to incorrect. be wrong. Yeah, yeah. incorrect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought Dark Horse came out like a lot earlier than that. Yeah. I okay. Here so you got to figure this out. Though. Here and now is twenty thirteen, I believe. Okay. When was when was Dark Horse then? Dark Horse would have been 2009, I think. I'm pulling on my Spotify right now. Okay. I don't understand why both of them are 2011. No, I don't want the Katy Perry song. I want the Nickelback album. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We have... 2008. Yeah, 2008 for Dark Horse. Here and now is 2011. Okay. Go. Gotcha. Okay. So, never mind. I'm totally wrong then. Yeah. <laughs> this was... <laughs> This was just a fine album. It followed up all the right reasons, which was fantastic front to back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I know. I know this album maybe got a little bit of hate, at least you know when I <laughs> remember it coming out. A lot of people didn't like it, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah. Back when CDs were a, a thing, I had this album as a <laughs> CD, so um, well, they were more prevalent. CDs are still a thing. <laughs> yeah, but I guess it was still like a solid. Um, yeah, I guess you're right. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just like a solid follow up to all the right reasons, which is, is hard to do. Like a lot of bands come out with like the, the their kind of like pinnacle album. Like this is the peak. Obviously, nothing's going to top this, but we have to try. And then after that, it's just like a sharp drop off. Right. Yeah. Uh, but for this one, like it actually wasn't. It was like it's honestly pretty close in quality, I would say, to um, all the right or sorry, all the yeah, all the right reasons. So. I, I have no issue with the album, and this song is probably the best on it, in my opinion. Fair enough. Yeah. Just to uh, slip this, in an 11th song, something in your mouth is, is also pretty good on that one, but <laughs> that I didn't think fair. it was appropriate to talk about because it's very... That's fair. Very vulgar uh, song. Burn to the Ground was also on the NHL 10 soundtrack. Yeah, so there you go. I remember, I thought I remembered it being like on sports channels as well. Like, you know... Oh, probably. Yeah, well, like Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting jumping ahead sorry you better go with that one next <laughs> um that one i remember that one being i think it was on cbc like on hockey night in canada yeah probably they were, that was kind of like their pregame song and it would just be like a montage of like massive hits from yeah. that week in the nhl that they would do before the panel so nickelback uh, was the r of canadian hockey 
broadcasts before the Arkells were the Arkells. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better way to describe it. And if you're a Canadian listener, you know exactly what we're talking about. If you're an American listener, which is the majority of our show, you're probably a little bit confused right now. Of Basically, the Arkells. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe even that, but. The Arkells are plastered all over Sportsnet CBC broadcasts for the NHL especially. Mm-hmm. You cannot escape them as soon as there's a new song out. It's plastered everywhere, and that's where you learn the song from. So, Yeah, but, exactly. Um, all right. Well, I guess I'll go into uh, into my song, which yep. you've already kind of laid up for me. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's all good. Well, I have the one uh, cover on this list as well. Nickelback has done some great covers just as oh, side, yeah. like as B-sides and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and this one is just a great one, in my opinion. Saturday Night's All Right uh, for Fighting, featuring Kid Rock, uh, which is a bonus mm-hmm. track off of their album, The Long Road in 2003, a cover of Elton John. And this was actually my, intro- like, my introduction to Elton John, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, uh, it, it got me to love elton john explored that nothing wrong with that so yeah exactly but um this song i have memories of uh watching uh tigers games like our local junior uh like our whl team uh Mm -hmm. this always played it was either before the game started during fights or i think intermissions um Mm -hmm. i know it was always during during fights though but i think it was during one of those times as well but uh the the version that i'm more used to is just the band itself but every now and, the, and again, because it's still played on the radio, you'll get the Kid Rock version as well. Mm-hmm. And it's still just, it, 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 as Shane put it, it fucking slaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I love this song. And it, it's cool to compare the two. Like, you and I did a, a course in university uh, on just, you know, the art of the cover and everything like that. And kind of like the history of it as well. Mm-hmm. And this is one that I don't remember if anybody brought this one up in class, but totally no. should have. Absolutely. Oh, so, because yeah. this is one that definitely it makes the song its own kind of mm-hmm. thing, like for that band. So yeah, just out of the blue, you should write like just a very short, like you know, couple paragraph thing about uh, about this and send it to Paul and see what he thinks. Yeah, exactly. Our, from that our class. professor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, this version is better than Elton John's. Fucking fight me on it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun part of that class, though. Is like if you brought up a cover, like that was about half the class. Honestly, it was like, okay, you got to bring a cover and you have to explain why you think it's better than the original, like how it improves it, mm-hmm. or just like yeah, why, like good. why, like you have to justify why you're bringing it up just in general. So mm-hmm. it was it was a it was a fun class. Oh yeah, so absolutely easy A too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like my well, my my, my final for, paper for uh, on, like people that listen to music, anyways. Yeah, my my final paper on that I wrote about like comparing, um, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie was coming out, like the biopic of Queen and Freddie Mercury, and uh, so to kind of help with the advertising of that movie, they were having like the artists of now do covers of queen songs. So there was, um, Oh, five seconds of summer did one. Um, Sean Mendez. And yeah. I forget I think, who the third one was. I thought it was 21 pilots did one. No, it wasn't 21 pilots. Um, I don't remember who it was offhand, but basically I took those three covers and I had to compare them to the originals and like just, say like okay this is what's different this is kind of what's the same this is where i think it improves or uh is not as good or that kind of thing just kind of explain that so that's my that's my final paper for that for that class which is 
it's kind of fun to write about, actually, not going to lie. So, mm-hmm. but all right, Carter, your second song. Yeah. Um, uh, just sticking in the theme of covers, I guess I'll, I'll bring mine up here. Um, just, uh, I guess that wasn't last year, two years ago now, 2020, they came out with a cover of Devil Went Down to Georgia, um, which is really one of like the only country songs. Uh, I, well, it's on a very short list of country songs I enjoy listening to. So, uh, mm-hmm. so to have them come out with like a, almost like a, well, it was basically a metal version of the song. Um, I wouldn't call it hard rock. It's not heavy metal. So we'll just say metal version of Devil yeah, Went Down to Georgia. Um, yeah, I thought it was awesome. And to like, you know, take the violin part and um, just translate it to guitar, I thought worked really well. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just a solid cover. And like I said, it's, I, I just have fond memories of uh, playing that song on a record at uh, my grandpa's farm, like down in the basement as loud as <laughs> it would fucking go. <laughs> it yeah. was one of the few <laughs> records that uh, that he still had kicking around. So, um Yeah. It's got that memory, but then also Dickelback just they just do good covers. I'm like sorry, you did said. you just so, say Dickelback? I didn't. I did not. <laughs> at least intentionally. <laughs> That's what it sounded like, Dickelback. Oh no, it just just added to the Nickelback memes now. Dickelback. Yeah, it's a just a variation oh. of it's like Dick Butt's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. <laughs> Okay, I I don't remember if I had anything else to say about the cover, but that's I'm not sure either. Uh, I, I, I don't anymore. I can't so. read your mind, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All um, right. I'll throw it back to you. To pick one here. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna go to the uh, I'm gonna go to the ballad. I think on my list. Uh, I'm gonna go with someday off of the album The Long Road, 2003. Um, I guess really it's back to back for that same album, but. Uh, this is one of the first Nickelback songs that I can remember listening to actually. And I saw the music video and, um, so in, in Canada, the Disney channel was family channel is what it was called. And they used to air music videos, like in between the shows and that sort of thing. And, Mm -hmm. um, that was like, you know, a lot of people's introduction, at least in Canada for sure to, uh, like Justin Bieber and, um, sparks mm-hmm. and there's like there's a yep. quite a few bands that i can remember like seeing on that channel for the first time mm-hmm. just like in between My, watching miley like, cyrus was yeah miley cyrus I, I mean, yeah. obviously she was all over the disney channel anyway yeah but uh the, like the jonas brothers and everything yeah. like that too so but uh but yeah this was a song that was actually played on there i'm pretty sure um and uh yeah so just you know beautiful nickelback does really well with their ballads they don't get enough credit for that honestly um, yeah yeah and, exactly and this is a, there, there this was a is bunch a really that i was one. yeah there was a bunch on there that i was going through I was like oh i want this one i want this one i want this one and they were all yeah. ballads and i was like uh i can't do that I, I think in the end i didn't end up picking one but yeah very uh very underrated part of their musician yeah ship i guess so but uh yeah someday um just uh it, it, it blends the acoustic elements that they have in their songs with the harder sounding stuff that they do yeah i think it just it, it blends it perfectly and the the solo is awesome on this track i gotta say so yeah um yeah no it's a good one um okay uh what do where do i want to go next um 
Let's go even older to Silver Side Up of 2001. And oh, we're going right. Me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if you were going to save that one back. for last. <laughs> uh, I thought about it, but there's, uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of picking and choosing, honestly. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, I guess this one's almost kind of a ballad as well. Yeah, kind of, but yeah. it, it, Not really. it is it's what just it like, isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it, but it's just a slower rock song, I think. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but, but this was my introduction to Nickelback as well. So, mm. um, yeah, and it's uh, it still holds up today. Like it comes oh, on, absolutely, yeah, like on the radio, and I'm like, oh, Nickelback. I don't really feel like listening to Nickelback, and then but I, I like give it a few seconds, and I'm like, oh, that's you're singing along hits, with it. It's, yeah, just it's like fucking screaming. max volume, windows yeah. down, and it's yeah, it's a good one. It's it's <laughs> that meme of like you're cranking the volume and you're just like screaming it to the heavens, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is that. Uh, yeah, this is a that's a banger of a song still. Mm-hmm. Fine, I wish we could play it on the podcast because, like, I wish we could too. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing that I remember uh, from like this song, or at least just like it, it uses a clip of this song. There was, mm-hmm. uh, it was, it was around, yeah, it was like two thousand one, two thousand two kind of thing. There was some, there was an interview with Green Day. Uh, I think it was on MTV, and they were. You know, like this is when Nickelback was starting to get bigger, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and I think it was Billy Joe Armstrong was talking about the singer from Nickelback, Chad Kroger, and like just his singing style and how it reminded him of Cher, the way that he kind of has like the rasp, <laughs> kind of growl to his voice. Yeah. <laughs> and they like they puts it back to back with like a clip of Cher, Billy Joe Armstrong trying to do like trying to mimic Chad Kroger, and then Chad Kroger from how you remind me <laughs> followed up by a, like a quick clip of Chad Kroger from an interview saying like everyone thinks to go, but I, I don't do that intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's just where my mind gets drawn whenever I hear this song now as well. It's just like that, that random clip from an interview. <laughs> I'll define that and send it to you. Just like, this is show you yeah, what I'm, talking I'm, about. I'm very curious now. It's such yeah. a blending of world. You got Cher, you got Green Day, you got Nickelback all on MTV. If that doesn't epitomize the early 2000s, I don't know what does. Oh, I know. Actually, just because you brought that up, I'm going to I'm going off the board again here because <laughs> when do when I, don't we? When don't I, we? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh it's still on topic. It's just okay. off the fucking board. So, um <laughs> obviously, um with Spider-Man No Way Home coming out recently, um I guess it was quite a while ago that I ended up watching all of the Spider-Man movies just because it had been so long. Um, But after watching the like original trilogy and just like how 2000s it is, and I think it's after the first one. Yeah, Yeah, at the end of the first one in the (laughs) the end credits, you're like, man, that movie was so good. But man, was it like just 2000s superhero cheesy. And as the credits start to roll, fucking Chad Kroger's voice comes on to sing a song. And I had to look it up because I couldn't remember, but it's Hero that plays in the end credits of that. And I'm just like, man, that's just like cherry on top of the the cake. It was just perfect. <laughs> I did mean to text you and say that song was going to be off limits because it's not technically a Nickelback song. Yeah, but <laughs> neither of us put it on our list anyway, so it kind of worked out. I, I totally forgot about it until now. So hundred <laughs> percent though, all of the memes I saw coming up, like especially on TikTok, of uh, like coming up to like Spider Man No Way Home being released. Was like, man, this is how they gotta unveil Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, and just like, 
just starts cranking hero and then like the other two show up and they're like that'd been great mm -hmm. I, i'm uh, kind of glad that they didn't but yeah <laughs> um just looking at who actually recorded on this song obviously chad kroger the vocalist for nickelback sings it um but the his brother the guitar player or bassist bass guitar player sorry of nickelback mike kroger also appears on hero um and then the lead guitar is by Tyler Connolly of Theory of a Dead Man, which is like poor, ah, there man's, you go. Yeah. poor man's Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, there's... Who had like what? Like, There's really like two or three good songs, I think, by Theory of a Dead Man. Two or three? What? Okay. Maybe. Just fucking pump know. the brakes for a second. We could, maybe I'm could all, easily maybe do I'm, another top ten. Yeah, okay, you're forgetting. Maybe, maybe I'm not songs. thinking of like what songs they have or that kind of thing, but... Oh yeah, no. There's there's a Scars like said, though, and Souvenirs yeah. album, which was like a fucking banger. There's all the songs they did for the Transformers soundtrack. Like, don't even get me started. Man, you got defensive very quickly there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone loves to hate on Theory of a Dead Man too. It's uh You started this. <laughs> what? <laughs> How? <laughs> you just said Theory of a De Dead Man, poor man's nickelback. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say they were bad. I just said they were just like a, a slightly less popular version of Nickelback. That's what I was trying to get at. Starts coming at me when he's the one who starts it. You, does everybody understand now what I have to deal with with my co-host? <laughs> you should see me off off air just fucking gaslighting him. <laughs> Trevor's uh, egress isn't actually that good. What the hell are you talking about? Look at his stats. Look what, what he's doing. Well, I didn't say he was a bad player. You just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All right. Should we take a break before we go into... Yeah, well, we have two songs each left. Uh, uh, yes, I do. Or, no, oh, you have, or, you have three. You have three because I went first. Right. So. Okay. So I'll do one so more you song. you do one and then we'll, we'll, take, we'll a take a break. break. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, let's go with... Ooh. Okay, I'm doing this strategically. Uh, mm. I'm gonna go with uh, "Feed the Machine," which is the title track to their album "Feed the Machine" uh, 2017. Uh, this is a song that I, I had to actually look at. Like, I looked at the lyrics of this song, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is a deep." Like, not that Nickelback doesn't write deep songs, but like, you don't normally expect kind of the maybe political esque songs from Nickelback mm -hmm. yeah. and I was reading the lyrics for that and I was like holy shit like they are just going for it right which mm -hmm. then you understand the title a lot better right yeah uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong yeah. this has to do with like the um with like the US presidential election that of where Trump got elected does it not is, is it like that kind of political area or am I no I, totally I, off no, I think it, no it's more like um Think of like school, how, you know, you have your kind of set times, right? You have to do like the kind of work you're doing. It's called all like organizational and everything like that, right? To just kind of get you ready for the working, uh, the working world and stuff like that. So it's, it's mm -hmm. like, it's kind of feeding the machine, right? Gotcha. Just, yeah. Like that's kind of what the name is implying. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. Just kind of how like we're, we're all just cogs in the machine pretty much and, and that sort of thing. So, oh, okay. Gotcha. But like it, it, it almost, it's a Nickelback song, but the the best way to kind of describe maybe, and this isn't to take away from Nickelback, obviously writing this or anything like that, but lyrically, it's a song that reminds me of like Rage Against the Machine or something like that. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah. Which gotcha. I no, you know, pun intended or that with like the the name and the song title being mm-hmm. similar. I had rough like, rage the machine, feed the machine, but like is that kind of idea in a way yeah. that like that's where I was just like like thinking like, oh yeah, like this could be like lyrically it could be a rage against the machine song or um and I've mentioned them already before and they were a band that we were going to talk about, but even a band like Green Day, right, who is known for being pretty political in their in their lyrics mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. So, yeah, but yeah. Um, so I guess I've talked about a lyrical content though, but this is also a song that just, um, it's a heavy song, but not if it's it's a heavy song that doesn't even feel intentionally heavy. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the one yeah, thing that the one thing that Nickelback just never gets credit for, I don't think, is how great the riffs they write are. Yeah. Like they stick with you, right? That you can like unless they're super fast, like they're the ones you kind of sing, right? And mm-hmm. that's how you know you have a good riff is if you have people kind of like singing it to you or that sort of thing. So Yeah, like like, like they don't just like hammer on power chords or like or anything like that or go like 151 one for I yeah, guess that exactly. probably means nothing to people that don't understand music, <laughs> but <laughs> going between two chords, like yeah. they they actually like they move around quite a bit and they're they're almost melodic in a way but they also got like mm. a powerful rhythm too so it's it's very very cool how they yeah and this is a great that. example of that i think so yeah absolutely yeah. so um yeah now i think we both have two left so we can All take right. a quick break here we got some uh we got some heavy hitters on the list saving saving the best for last but we'll uh we'll keep you guys uh waiting for a couple more minutes here as we take a quick break Hey, hockey fans, I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. We host the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. We're lifelong hockey fans who talk about the game and the lifestyle. Our guests include professional hockey players. My rookie party had to wear Speedo, and then we had a checklist of stuff we had to do. Here we go, Gaber. What do you got to say? And it's kind of <laughs> like, you know better than that now, boys. I got dressed for the Bruins. You get a phone call. And he's like, dude, we need you over here by the elevator. You got to get downstairs. You got to get dressed right now. Started playing the like, dun, 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 dun. And I turned it around and it had the Olympic rings and said, we did it. NHL team hockey reporters. I actually took the Stanley Cup to this ice bar where they've got now girls around them and I've got a fur coat on. <laughs> I wonder who, who he should have checked over here. And then <laughs> I looked down at my favorite Hockey fans. The entire bar was lined with guys in Kings jerseys. We quickly realized, oh my gosh, this is the dad's trip. And we bring unique hockey stories to light. Coming back to England, 24 rips in the entire country. That's where the problem starts with the sport of ice hockey here. Canadian Blind Hockey Association. Those few kids we interviewed, their whole week is built around Sunday at the rink. They're just hockey players. We don't agree on everything. Pineapple goes on pizza. <gasps> no, it does not. <laughs> I think it does. Well, we do agree that there are many people and places that build the House of Hockey. New episodes every Tuesday. Come on in to the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Okay, the uh, I guess I go next. So the next song yeah. I have on my list is Figured You Out off of The Long Road as well. Ooh, good um, one. We've talked quite a bit about The Long Road already and just how it is as an album, so I don't really have too much else to add about this song, honestly. But um, I think between the ones that we picked, Someday, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, and Figured You Out, I think those are the only three, yeah, from The Long Road that we had. That kind of 
just sums up Nickelback. Like, they've got their heavy rock songs. They've got their kind of ballad-type songs, like Someday. And then they've got their covers that... And, and like, all of it is just, like, good quality music. So I think... uh, yeah, like I said, I really don't have anything else to add about that one. But hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I mean, think there are, yeah, I think there are some songs still that we even missed uh, off of the long road, right? You got yeah. flat on the floor, uh, feeling way too damn good because of you is a banger as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, See you at the show, like that's just a couple off of them. It's a that's a shorter album at only like eleven tracks, mm-hmm. um, but there's so much good music on that album. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was kind of the album that like you know, really launched him into the spotlight too. Like everyone was like, oh fuck, this is a good album. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it obviously had the radio hits, like the ones that we listed, but you know, people then actually went out and bought it and they were like, dude, you got to hear this album. And then that, I think that's just kind of what helped them spread. And then carrying into all the right reasons a couple of years later, like they were a big deal for quite a few years there. Yeah. Okay. I want you, we're gonna have some fun here for a quick second. Okay. I want you to tell me the top three play like the top three songs on Spotify on the long mm-hmm. road. Uh most plays. Top three the top, songs. The top three most plays. Okay. Yeah. Um, they, it doesn't have to be in any particular order. Just give me the top. Okay. I, I'm just pulling up the the track listing on my phone through Apple Music, so I don't see. Okay. See. Um just because otherwise I'm gonna forget some an obvious song. Um I think Someday is up there. Okay. Um, I was going to go yeah. flat on the floor. The first uh, track off the album. No, no. Okay, I, it always seems like the top track or like the first track on the album is always number up four. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah, so I was close. Four. Um, feeling way too damn good. That is number three. Okay, um, and then what else would there be? I'm between because of you and figured you out, but I'm going to go with figured you out. And that is number two. Okay, so I got the yeah. top four then. There you go. Look at me go. So Someday was number one? Yeah, so at number three for Spotify plays, Feeling Way Too Damn Good with 13,371,000. That's a lot. Uh, well, oh, 372,000. Uh, at number two is Figured You Out with 40 million. Okay, and that's a that's a jump, and then mm-hmm. get ready for another one here. Some days at number one with forty or one hundred and forty six million. <laughs> people love the song oh, someday, and Apparently, I love those people. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just a just a good one. Um, yeah. uh, what else? I was going to say something else here. Well, no. That's okay. I'll I'll save it for later. Okay, we're getting into I guess kind of. The, I, I think these are the top three. Well, I don't know. Potentially, I don't know if I want to say top three, potentially, but I, I think people kind of know the ones that are coming because there's the, there's some big ones that we ha- haven't even haven't touched hit, on yeah. yet. So, <laughs> uh, so I'll let you kick it off here. Me realizing as well, these are all from the same album, which in my in my opinion, this is the best Nickelback album. Yeah, and it's not because I went to a show during this tour that just this is the best Nickelback album there's mm-hmm. not a skip on this album whatsoever no. No, there's not any not. that you kind of hover for a second and you're like eh, maybe it's no you're you're listening to this song today mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm, okay I'm gonna leave that one for last yeah so I'm gonna go with Animals from All the Right Reasons 2005 
this song I remember the show that I went to, this is the song that they opened up with. A- absolutely. <laughs> it should and, be. <laughs> uh, if you if you want the definition of growing up, you can take this experience from uh, from me. So 2000, yeah, 2006, I would say, I think is when that show happened. So it's nine years old. Uh, little tiny Nate is participating in a school talent show. He wants to sing a song. Tells his mom that he wants to sing Animals by Nickelback at the school talent show. His mom says no. <laughs> Nate, <laughs> Nate kind of wonders why, but just decides to pick another song. It's fine. Years later, little Nate's not so little anymore. He's grown up. Uh, listens to the song, realizes the, what the lyrical context context is, and goes, yep, that was the correct decision. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, It's a good thing you ran that one past an adult, because if you just like went out and, <laughs> and sung that, like there... There would be some issues. Oh, there, <laughs> totally there would be some people been. involved. <laughs> <laughs> but I was talking before about how Nickelback writes great riffs. This is this is a top five riff at least. Oh yeah. Like, are, are you talking that, with like, Nickelback or are you talking like with Nickelback? Time? With with Nickelback. Okay. Um, then yeah, easily. Yeah, but like this is one that like it starts and you are you just know you're in for a good time. Even just listening to the instrumental of this song, it goes. Um, you start off with the guitars with the, like, it's kind of like a back and forth of guitars and the drum kits. Um, you get the whole band in there and then you get to the, uh, the verses and the guitars cut out and you just have that bass just grooving with Mm -hmm. the drums and yeah, it's just, and it just all comes full circle on itself, repeats as repetitive as the song is, there's not a whole lot of like differential in the riff or anything like that mm-hmm. um it's not like a it's not a riff that you get sick of as the song kind of goes on so yeah, yeah. animals I, all the right reasons 2005 <laughs> shane <laughs> thank you for like giving us the catchphrase of this song of this show animals all the right reasons 2005 fucking slaps <laughs> <laughs> Um, that, what I really like about this song is the the breakdown. Uh, that's just like the chugging guitars, the, and it's like it's almost like spoken word. It is the bass, actually. Yes, thank, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but just that, like how everything drops out into that part, and then like it, it's just like a nice change of pace. So, you, like you said, you don't get sick of that riff. But yeah, and then you also really just get to focus in on the lyrics, which I think really sums up the song too. Yeah. Um, one thing yeah, we learned it, it's just interesting. Yeah. So one thing we learned in in uh in, in music school uh was music musical comedy. Or like yeah, is, is that kind of the right am I saying that right? Musical comedy, I guess. Sure. I don't or know mu- where you're going like with musical, this, so musical sure. humor. But yeah. you have the context of you know that that bridge where you know he and the girl are found by the girl's dad. Um and it's uh that's my like it's the line that's my dad outside the car and that's when the rest of the band comes in and it just like uh mm-hmm. just the like it, it kind of works for like the anxiety of that kind of situation right where like everything yeah. just suddenly gets pent up and just like oh shit oh shit oh shit kind of thing so uh mm-hmm. yeah definitely some some musical humor in in, uh, in that song too so yeah yeah absolutely um okay well i guess i have one left and we're sticking with all the right reasons um <laughs> And uh, this one's the album rock- fucking slaps. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> exactly. And, and this one's Rockstar. So it's uh, yeah. yeah, I don't really have uh, again, I don't have much else to add that we haven't already kind of touched on. But like, just the, 
I mean, it's a, it's kind of a sad song, honestly. Like when you actually listen to it, you're like, fuck, that's a, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say it like is relatable because I don't think it is, but it's like, no, it's not you, to the normal person. <laughs> no. But like you, you, you relate to the emotions, I guess. Yeah. Is what I'm trying to say. It's, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's just I, like, I, I feel like this is almost like a tribute to say like the 70s and 80s. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Rock. Um, times i guess right where like everything mm. is parties and the the playboy mansion and yeah. uh you know how how quick you're able to get your drugs to you and stuff like that so mm-hmm. um the music video for this is great as well i don't think nickelback even shows up until like the last clip um but until then it's like fans of the band and different celebrities i think like billy gibbons is in it from zz top and mm. um I'm trying. I'm trying to think of who I, I gotta go back and watch the music video. But like, or here, I'll see if I can pull up. Like, there's like a cast list or something. Oh like yeah. That. Um, but just like so many, you know, rock stars basically, um, are in this video. Um, see if I can find a list here. But I, and I mean, like, you know, if you're gonna mention the Playboy Mansion, of course you get Playboy bunnies and stuff like that. Oh too, yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> just like having fun with it obviously um mm-hmm. let's see if nickelback will tell us maybe what or if wikipedia there you go music <laughs> video um yeah non-celebrities are filmed around the world in front of iconic landmarks such as Times square um grand central station millennium park playboy mansion uh tower bridge the opera house in sydney um on-screen celebrities include Billy Gibbons, who voices his lines in the song. There's something I just learned. That's cool. Um, Dale Earnhardt Jr., who is a NASCAR driver, if I remember that correctly. Gene Simmons, Wayne Gretzky. There's your hockey tie in there. Hey, bring it back. Um, uh, yeah, Kid Rock is in it. Uh, Nelly Furtado. The crew from American Chopper. Uh I'm just kind of like reading through and like seeing like names I recognize. Um, yeah, it, it gets to the point that I was like listing all these different people and numerous others. Um, sometimes the lyrics they lip sync are like or relate to them. And then at the end of the video, Nickelback is shown playing live on stage. Um, and that clip was filmed on July 13, 2007 at the Comcast Center for the Performing Arts in Mansfield, Massachusetts. Cool. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, it's just another good one off that album. So, yeah. um, after we get to the next one, which spoiler alert, if you didn't see it coming is also off all the right reasons. (laughs) Um, I'd be curious to know what the top three on Spotify are from that album. Sounds good. I'm just taking a look at the charts here. I want to see where it got to the weekly charts. I'd be very surprised if it didn't hit number one. Uh, it didn't. As far as I'm I very can surprised. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Okay, it hit number one on three different charts. You're not going to fucking guess it, so I'm just going to tell you. Okay. Uh, it hit number one on the UK download charts, number one on the UK rock and metal charts, and number one on the uh, German airplay charts. Okay. Uh, hit number two I in mean, Ireland. Charts. Um. 
Okay, here you go. So in the U.S., it hit number six on the Billboard Top One or Hot 100. Number six as well on the U.S. Adult Top 40. Number four for the U.S. Mainstream Rock Chart. And uh, number six for the Mainstream Top 40. Number 24 for the Hot Rock and Alternative Songs Chart. And in Canada, where they are from, uh, hit number nine for Canada Rock Charts. Number 14 for Canada Hot AC. I don't know that means exactly uh number 14 for the chr slash top 40 and number 39 for the canadian hot 100 cool so it did pretty well and for the uh uk top 100 songs of the decade it hit number 54 of the decade the decade that's a a big deal (laughs) that is a big deal so um and for the year of 2007, uh, it hit number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100 for the U.S. Hmm. So, yeah, makes there sense. You go. Yeah, I mean, it, it was pretty popular. I still hear it. Like, Oh, yeah, you still hear in, it all the time. But you'll hear this in a grocery store sometimes. Maybe not. Store, <laughs> Which is but hilarious, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll, you'll yeah. hear it out and about, and it's just a, it's just a good one. So, also, there is... The, the clip from What's Quacking that you brought up a while ago of the, well, this is the forever shanty. ago, yeah. Yeah, of the sh- the sea shanty version with, I believe it was the lottery winners, I think. I think, like yeah. The sea the shanty group, but they actually got Nickelback in to like do the, the chorus of it, and they actually released a full song like a week ago. It's like, yeah, it's like, what, two and a half, three minutes or something like that? Something like that, yeah, but they, they like tweak the lyrics of it, so it's, uh, it, it's, it's just awesome, and it's yeah, it, it's perfect. I, I only just listened to it as I was making this list earlier today um, because I didn't know that it came out, but it slaps. Yeah. It fucking slaps. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is just on the Wikipedia page, and I kind of forgot about it, actually. I, I don't remember if we talked about it on the show or I think it was I think it was just outside of it. Um, but in May 2002, Kirk Johnson, the guitarist for Texas rock band Snowblind Revival, snood or snood. The fuck is, what is that? <laughs> uh, sued Nickelback over the song's composition, which he believes is too similar to the Snowblind revival's uh, song "Rock Star." Two separate words. In August of 2021, uh, Johnson had filed a lawsuit against Nickelback, Warner Chapel Music, Roadrunner Records, and Live Nation for copyright infringement. I think I heard that that actually got just tossed out of court. Oh, probably, yeah. but. Um, I did listen to that song actually. I don't suggest it for anybody else. Just let me tell you, it's nothing, nothing the same at <laughs> all. So, not, yeah. not at all. So. Yeah, but it worked because it got you, uh, got you listening to that song. Yeah, and I don't know so. if that was like the reason for it or anything like that. But even Maybe. then, like that, like the song that they had put out, like that was years later. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but um, the thing is with music is like there's seven chords. There's variations of them, but there's only seven chords, right? Mm-hmm. And there's only so many different things that you can do with it. Eventually, something is going to sound like something else. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, like I've even done it in my own writing. There was a song that, like, yeah, that I had wrote years ago, kind of thing, and then started listening to another band and heard like a song from them that I was like. I hadn't heard it before. 
heard a song from them, and I was like, I like this is like the same kind of structure and everything. So it, mm-hmm. it happens. It happens. Yeah. yeah. Happens to the best of us. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. We've got one more song to talk about that's on your list. And it, like I said, it would have been on mine as well. Um, yeah. But actually, before we get to that, I just want to throw another honorable mention out. I know I've kind of Sounds snuck good. three in Sounds here. Good. But, <laughs> um, it's Nickelback, and, it's not, and they're great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, Honestly, it's not really a Nickelback song, but close enough. It's uh, Into the Night by Santana featuring Chad Kroger. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Man, I haven't heard that in forever. It, <laughs> it's it's the, one of those songs that I never think of until, you know, we're talking about Nickelback. But yeah. it'll just, like, come on the radio or it'll you'll throw your phone on shuffle play and it'll be like, hey, this song has 2,000 plays from when, it, when did it come out? 2007 like, from like the yeah. late 2000s and you haven't listened to it since but let's let's pull it up here and then it comes on and I'm like oh yeah this is a good song <laughs> just like I didn't know that I needed Nickelback and Santana to kind of cross over but I didn't it's know like, I needed it but I'm glad to have it in my life <laughs> oh absolutely yeah it's just words can't describe how good this song is and if you haven't heard it if you don't know what I'm talking about Go Into the Night yeah. by Santana featuring Chad Kroger it's absolutely. awesome um, so, I'm intrigued by the music video as well because it's just got a cl- like a super close up of Santana's face with his dirty <laughs> mustache and some really expensive looking sunglasses. But <laughs> that's incredible. Um, but shout out to that one because it's it's a good song. Okay, Nate, your top song. All right. Again, or, this was no top. no particular order, but this has got to be up there for sure. Yeah. Uh, again, from the All the Right Reasons album, two thousand five. It. Photograph, the one that spurred so many different memes of like, look at this yes. graph and people <laughs> just photoshopping other things into the picture frame from the very start of that music video, oh, which I believe perfect. that was actually filmed in their hometown of Hannah. Um, like going to like the actual locations that they're talking about, like the mm-hmm. the school, the Kroger house that uh, I, they didn't have it anymore, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, like they filmed that around the town. I'm pretty sure so, That's and. Cool. Uh, all the stuff that they talk about in that song. Like that's another thing I remember from that show, like even being so young, was like they uh behind them they had like a kind of a slideshow going on of all these people that they're like referencing in the song, right? So like mm-hmm. the uh what is it like the Kim's the first girl I kissed or whatever. Um like they put a picture of her up then up there and oh, yeah. like that, like the pictures they're referring to and things like that, which is really cool. So mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that is awesome. I, yeah. I honestly, I just assumed that like the lyrics were entirely made up, just as like kind of like the idea of like reminiscing on like all yeah. these. Oh no, it was happened, all legit, all legit. That's, <laughs> that's super cool. I think that makes yeah. it even better, honestly, that you can take all of these memories that you have and things that actually happen and like put it together in like a coherent like song structure. You know? Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's impressive. So, and also the memes. That, I think and that's, the memes. I mean, that's the, the memes, memes are quality. Yes. Yeah. Look at this graph. <laughs> <laughs> that one just, still yeah. fucking gets me. It's years later, but it still oh, yeah. gets me. It's, you know what it, like this is the stare. It's after the stare. The that's exactly done. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> just the stare and smile at you through the camera. Yeah. It just stares right into your soul. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the zoom in on it too. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, that <laughs> my, when you initially told me like Nickelback was the band, I was like, 
you were like, get your list together. I was like, easy, photograph five times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just because just it's that much like, of a Like, Carter, now. no, yeah. that, that's, not, that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I didn't even get to put it on my list because no. Nate vulture. Because you were too slow. <laughs> too slow, yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> but yeah, that is our top 10 list. Um, and again, in no particular order, animals, photograph, someday, feed the machine, Saturday night's all right for fighting, burn it to the ground, figured you out, rock star, how you remind me and the devil went down to Georgia. If you got anything to add, think we missed one. Um, something there you don't agree is up there. Miss, honestly. Oh yeah, exactly. Like with any top ten, it's it's hard to narrow it down. But yeah. uh, we also try and kind of cover a little bit of everything, too, right? Like, so, I mean, it's still a top five, obviously, but like, it changes day by day. Could easily take out one and swap it with the other, depending yeah, on how exactly. you're feeling. But yeah, that is that is it. So. Hopefully that was uh, not too controversial, but if there is any controversy, uh, you can tweet us at Quack Report Pod and uh, just have a, a good old nerd battle with Nate on there on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it. it might be. Do it. I accept uh, Comment challenge. on the YouTube video for uh, for this as well. Um, yes. If, if you happen to be watching it on YouTube, um, whatever, we'll, we'll come across it and we'll see it. And we'll, uh, Even if you're not watching it on YouTube, go to the YouTube video and comment on it because we do see all that and we we respond to it. So, yeah, do yeah, it exactly. Yeah, um, and Nate, where can they give you uh, their controversial opinions or their photograph memes? You can you can definitely send me your photograph memes at Tate Namas on Twitter T A T E N H O M A S, and as well for myself at Carter underscore Potts P O T T S underscore ninety seven. I would love to see those memes as well. Um, and yeah, that's all we got for you. We got a uh, game to talk about, Ducks-wise. Um, next episode. episode. Finally. So, it's exciting. Hockey. It's back. Let's go!